You are listening to the Fit Figure Formula Podcast. I help female perfectionists beat self-sabotage and lose the weight for good using the Fit Figure Formula Coaching Program. I'm your host, Stephanie Riles, registered dietitian, personal trainer, and mindset transformation coach. If you've been struggling with all or nothing thinking, negative self-talk, or self-sabotage, this is the podcast for you. Learn how to get consistent and become the best version of yourself from the inside out. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode one. I am so excited that you are here. Not only is today my very first podcast episode, but today is also my birthday, my 40th birthday. If you're listening to this September 18th, 2023, I am turning 40 today. So I am so excited. If you could do me a quick favor, I know we just met, but it's my birthday. If you would share the podcast, especially if you listen to a couple of episodes and you're like, oh, wow, this is great information. Please share. I would love that. I want to get this out to as many people as possible. So thank you guys for being here. What you can expect on this podcast. Number one, if you have not already, check out the trailer. I kind of go more in depth as to who I am and why I serve female perfectionists. And so that will kind of help you and give you a backdrop to see why I do what I do, how uh, who I serve and kind of tell you a little bit more. I'm actually going to be talking about how to identify perfectionism in your weight loss journey today. So I want you to know if this is for you, should you be here? Should you click share and follow this podcast? So that's kind of what the purpose and my intention is for this podcast. And so this is really going to help you identify why you're stuck right? In your health journey, even though like, you know how to lose weight, or maybe you've lost weight in the past, but you just can't keep it off. You keep having to diet and do these extreme things to get the goal, but you can't figure out how to make it a lifestyle, right? That's kind of what I'm going to be talking about today in terms of perfectionism. Um, This is also going to help you understand the real work that needs to be done, right? Because if, if it's not the meal plan, because we can get meal plans all day for free on the internet, right? If it's not the workout regimen, because we can get workouts online for free, then what is it, right? It's us. The real work that needs to be done is inside of us. And this episode is also going to help you increase your awareness and be able to call out the situations that you see so that you can make a powerful decision. So being able to call out oh, I'm procrastinating. Oh, this is perfectionism. Oh, I am not counting my wins. Just the simple awareness of that to know puts you in a position of empowerment. So I'm going to kind of break down. These are some of the most common things that I see. Now, I have a ton of experience in terms of coaching perfectionists. And I could talk about this all day, hence the podcast. There's going to be a ton of episodes. So um, make sure you follow and share. Uh, But today I'm going to talk about some of the most prevalent uh, issues that I see in terms of thought patterns and thought errors when it comes to female perfectionists in their weight loss journey. Okay. And this is exactly how I help my clients inside the Fit Figure Formula coaching program. So I teach them tools to work on themselves on the inside so that they can see and keep results on the outside. Okay. So go ahead and follow the podcast, share, and we can get started. So how many of you would consider yourself a perfectionist? So some ladies will say immediately, yes, that's me. Yes, I'm a perfectionist. And then sometimes people are like, um, I'm not really sure if that's me. 
Um, and I, once I start to tell them more about like, okay, this is what it looks like. They're like, oh yeah, that's me. Right. So keep listening if you're not sure. Um, so what does that even mean to you? Right. How does that show up in your life? This is what I'm going to, to, um, talk about today. So signs that you are operating in perfectionism and we always talk about like doing it the right way, right? Like there has to be like one best way or one best diet or what's the best way to, you know, get a flat stomach and get a bigger booty, right? Like everyone wants to know like, what is that one right way? And what if there is not one right way? Right. And that can be a little bit frustrating. I get that. Like you just like, just tell me what to eat and just tell me what not to eat. And that is really diet culture, right? Like that's not a fit culture. That's not balance. That is just trying to get a result and doing things and taking care of yourself, exercising, eating a certain way to get a result. And then once you get the result, you don't really know what to do with that result because of the way that you got there. I think your journey is so, so important when it comes to, uh, building the body that you want. So, uh, we can talk more also about how imperfection is actually more helpful, how imperfection actually helps you reach your goals and keep them. So perfection is not required. So you can take off the pressure. I tell my clients this all the time, like take off the pressure. You don't have to be perfect. Isn't that awesome? that you don't have to be perfect, right? So here are some of the most common um, perfection-driven characteristics to watch out for. So I'm gonna kind of list them out and then I'm gonna go uh, through a few of them one by one. So number one, really, really big one, all or nothing thinking. This is huge. People-pleasing, again, huge. Fear of failure, judging yourself, procrastination, comparison, and negative self-talk. So one of the biggest things I see with all or nothing thinking is vocabulary like, let me start over on Monday or, well, I was supposed to get four workouts in today, but I already missed my first two. So getting two workouts isn't going to help me. So I'll just start over next week. Right. Or things like, well, I ate a cheesecake and I overate. Maybe you were emotionally eating on a Thursday and you feel like what you did on Thursday has wiped out all of your previous progress from this week and the previous week. And now you have to start again, right? There's this constant like dialogue about starting and then stopping, but really there's no such thing as starting and stopping your fitness journey. Like you're always taking it with you. You're always either taking care of yourself or not taking care of yourself. So that means like on vacation, you can't just say, well, I'm going to start this when I get back. Well, how you take care of yourself on vacation is important, right? Um, if you have a stressful job, if this is just a stressful season in your family's life, like you are never putting your health journey down. There is no stopping and starting. You're literally just continuing. So all or nothing thinking is a huge, huge issue uh, with the clients that I coach. So another big one is fear of failing. So this is a really great uh, journal prompt for you, okay? So what does failing mean to you? I talk to so many ladies who feel like a failure because, well, I have tried to lose weight in the past and it didn't work out 
or I can't believe that I'm back at this same position again. Like, why can't I just get this right and stop struggling with this? Right. And so it's all about how we frame things. And if you can look at your journey and you can say, well, I have tried all of these different things and they weren't successful long-term, right? And that's, that means I'm a failure and you could totally stop the story there. But what if you kept going? What if you said, I've tried all these diets and guess what? I've never quit on myself. I'm still here. I'm still trying. I'm still learning. I can use some of the things that I've learned in the past to keep going, right? Like that makes me resilient, persistent, determined. And that is evidence that you are self-disciplined because you have tried multiple things. They haven't worked long-term and you're still going, right? That is a completely different scenario, completely different energy on the, based on the same exact story. Okay. So really identify what is failing mean to you. If you feel like I'm failing, maybe that's not true right? And focusing on failing is not the same thing as focusing on winning, right? So sometimes we are so scared, even when you do reach your goal, which is why it's so important to work on your mindset on the way. It's like, I I reached my goal. Now I'm terrified that I'm not going to be able to keep this, right? And so when you're so focused on not failing, that's not the same as like owning your power in that moment. Because Whatever you focus on grows, right? So I always tell my clients um, this little, I forget where I get this from, but um, if I say, don't think about an elephant, don't think about an elephant, do not think about an elephant, okay? All you can do is think about the elephant, right? Like you weren't thinking about an elephant before I said the word elephant, but now all of a sudden your attention goes there and then you can't think of anything else because I'm saying don't think about the elephant, but guess what? That's all you're going to think about. Right. And so whatever you're giving energy to, like if you're getting giving energy to the story of I failed, I don't I don't want to start over again. You're just magnifying that one thing and you're actually drawing it closer to you because where energy or where fo- focus goes, energy flows. Right. Have you heard um, Tony Robbins say that in the past? Um, so you are actually magnifying it. You're growing it. And you're giving energy to it because you can really only focus on one thought at a time. And if you're so focused on fear and not failing, what you're not focused on is actually winning. It's actually thriving, right? They're not the same thing. Okay. So what to do instead really need to focus on your wins. How can I focus more on how far I've already come? What I'm already doing evidence that shows me that I'm already self disciplined, that I'm already consistent, that I'm already motivated, that I already show up for myself, right? That is such different energy. You're going to focus on different things. And then the more that you focus on that, the more that that is going to grow. Okay. So uh, another issue that I see with perfectionists is judgment. I cannot tell you so many clients are what I call shooting themselves, right? I should know better. I should be farther along. I shouldn't have eaten that, right? And so all of those thoughts cause guilt and shame. And taking action out of guilt and shame will likely never produce long-lasting positive change, right? It leads to always trying to prove that you're good enough. And so if we think about this concept of like being good enough, 
It kind of means that right now is not good enough, but right now is actually all that we ever have. And if right now isn't good enough, like you're missing it. The future is fake. The future never comes. If we focus on the future, we will always miss our life because the future is always this like thing in the, in the future that never actually comes. Like all we have is right now. So I want you to think about how is right now already good enough? How am I, I already good enough? How is my weight loss journey? How I'm showing up? Like you can find evidence where you are actually not giving yourself credit because of all or nothing. Right. And start from there. Like all you need is a small seed. All you need is a little bit of possibility. All you need is a little bit of evidence to help grow that even more. Okay. So, um, that's one way that you can tell that you're judging yourself doing a lot of, of shoulds, right? So what should we do instead? Again, create evidence that you're already on the path to where you want to go. Okay. Focusing on your next right move. We get so ahead of ourselves and we think about, well, what about next week? And what about three months from now? What about a year from now? Focus on what's the next right move. What's the next right thing that I need to do? What's the next best meal? Maybe I did overeat. Ooh, overate. What's the next best thing that I can do for myself? Can I go take a walk? Can I take a, a, a deep breath and give myself some compassion, right? What is your next right move? Focusing on that is actually going to help you get farther than beating yourself up. Um, and again, focusing on how far you have already come. I cannot tell you how many clients who have had a goal, they got to the goal and then they're like, okay, cool. Next goal, right? Like they don't even celebrate. They don't even have time to like, it's almost like that goal didn't ever matter because now they're just on to the next. And if you have, let's say 30 pounds to lose, 40 pounds to lose, how are you going to lose those pounds? You're going to lose them one pound at a time, half a pound at a time. So if you're not celebrating the half a pound, if you're not celebrating the one pound, how will you ever really be satisfied with the 40? How will you even create the 40 if you can't be happy about the one or half pound, right? I can go on and on about this. Um, I'm gonna keep going though. All right. So procrastination, another sign that you may be a perfectionist in your health journey. So Procrastination, this is a really sneaky one because our brain is so good at pretending like we are being productive, right? And so this kind of shows up as researching where you're just researching and you're finding all these influencers and all of these articles and all these TikTok influencers, and you're just researching more and more and more and more data on what's the best diet, what's the best exercise, what's the best supplements, and you're getting all of this information, but information is not transformation. Let me say that again. Information is not transformation. You can get all the information that you want and all of it is there at your fingertips on the internet. However, if you're not implementing the things that you are that you already know, it really means nothing and it all it does really is overwhelm you. Okay? So, uh, procrastination can also show up as negotiating with yourself where you're kind of like kicking the can down the road. You're saying, I'll just do it this this afternoon. I know I said I'm going to do my workout at six this morning, but you know what? I can just do it at six at night when I get home. And you know that you are not going to do that probably, but we tell ourselves this 
in order to stop feeling stressful about the initiating or the starting of the thing. Okay. And procrastination will always make you feel really stagnant and restless. Like indecision just does not feel good in your body. Like making a powerful decision and like going to do the workout, like doing the thing, getting started feels so much better, but there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of all or nothing in that procrastination, right? Sometimes a lot of my clients will scroll. They'll be on the internet, scrolling Facebook, scrolling Instagram, or they'll even do low priority tasks first before doing high priority tasks. This is such self-sabotage where we work on these little things that really won't move the needle in our day or in our health journey, but we'll work on those little things. And then by the end of the day, we're like, shoot, I didn't get these really high priority things done, unfortunately, right? And so that's just self-sabotage. So what to do instead? Number one, not identifying yourself as a procrastinator. So when you say things like, I'm such a procrastinator, well, what are you gonna do? A procrastinator, what? Procrastinates, right? An emotional eater, emotionally eats. So if you keep labeling yourself and we say these things, they're so like automatic, they just roll off our tongue and we don't check them at all. I'm a procrastinator. You are declaring that over yourself and, and unhooking that narrative. I'm a procrastinator. Uh, one of the things I like to tell my clients is to talk about that version of yourself as if it was in the past. So I used to be a procrastinator. I used to be a procrastinator, right? So that kind of puts you at the advantage. You're not the victim of being a procrastinator. I used to be a procrastinator, right? Even if sometimes you still procrastinate, right? But you don't have to label yourself a procrastinator, even though at some times you procrastinate, right? And this is not like lying to yourself, but it is starting to even in your vocabulary decide that I'm not identifying with that anymore, Right. And so Mel Robbins has this hack that I uh, love to share with my clients as well. When you find yourself procrastinating and she says, number one, you're not a procrastinator. Procrastination is a habit. Right. And so if you can just unlearn the habit of procrastinating, that kind of detaches you from this label of being a procrastinator. But also she says, start counting. Okay. So five, four, three, two, one. And on one, you don't think at all. You just move, right? So if you're in the bed at 6 a.m., it's time to go work out and you're like, oh, I don't want to go. You count five, four, three, two, one. And on one, you don't think you just move your body and get up. When Once you decide to overcome that initial resistance, it is easier. The longer that you do that, the more you practice that, it's easier and easier to do it. So if I say like, I got to get a workout in, but I'm focusing on, you know, an hour workout, which seems really daunting to me. What if I just focused on five minutes? And I love this hack. Five, four, three, two, one. I'm going to start for five minutes. And typically you'll actually continue, right? Because objects in motion likes to stay in motion. So if you are laying in the bed, it's easier for you to just lay in the bed, right? But if you're in a workout and you're five minutes in, it's easier just for you to continue, right? And as perfectionists, we also like to like finish our tasks, right? So if you're in a workout for five minutes, you're probably going to finish. It's just the impulse control. So think about this. When you're procrastinating, it's literally a few seconds 
that you need to learn how to manage, that little impulse just to get you started changes the trajectory of your entire day. So it's not this big project. It's actually super small. I just have to be able to control my mindset for seconds at a time in order to totally change my day. That's awesome, right? So a couple more things that I want to um, highlight in terms of perfectionists. Um, So comparison. So a lot of my clients will check out IG. They will uh, look at people's fast weight loss results. And maybe you have had your own journey with fast weight loss, but you weren't able to keep it, right? And so that comparison, even if you're comparing yourself to previous versions of yourself, which is also lack, scarcity, and comparison, will steal your joy. It will steal your own personal growth and results. Because if you're looking in the in the rearview mirror, if you're looking at over at someone else, what you're not doing is focusing on being your highest and best self. So what to do instead, you want to practice gratitude. Gratitude helps you to stay present and in your own race. And it also makes what you have already enough, right? If I am practicing gratitude, I'm in the present and I am counting my wins. And a lot of us don't count our wins, right? Um, Okay. And last one I will say is negative self-talk. So what are the sentences in your brain? Are you being kind to yourself? One of the exercises that I do with my clients is to have them brain dump all of the negative sentences that run around in their brain. Those sentences that you never say out loud that you may not even really acknowledge, but that are energy that you are carrying. You are carrying this negative energy, this, these thoughts about yourself in your body. And this is showing up in your fitness journey. You may think that being hard on yourself and telling yourself, just do it. And why can't I do this is helping you because we think of self-discipline as some hard, rigid thing that we just need to like make ourselves do and be tougher. But actually self-discipline is actually about love and kindness and and compassion for ourselves. And when we create a goal and we create it out of beating ourselves up, let's say you do lose 40 pounds and you're able to like grind it out and lose 40 pounds and you don't work on your mindset on the way, you're still going to be beating yourself up when you get to your goal weight. You're not going to feel any better. You might temporarily, but it won't feel like you thought because your brain, you'll still be thinking the same thoughts. Your brain didn't change. Your body did, but your brain didn't. And then guess what? Because you're still beating yourself up, you're doomed to really quote unquote, start over because you cannot get a positive result with a negative mind. And I don't think that we talk enough about compassion, self-love, And what that actually feels like, what it sounds like, like what would it sound like for you to practice love for yourself, right? And so what we can do instead is practicing separating ourselves from those thoughts. So first we got to brain dump them. First, we got to get real honest. When we see those on paper, would you ever say that to your child, to your husband, to your best friend? Like, would you ever say those thoughts to another person? Probably not right? 
But we get to choose the thoughts that we think. And this is the major thing that I help my clients with inside of the formula. I, you get to choose what thoughts linger and create energy, which is your emotions, your feelings in your body. You get to decide. So the best way to predict the future is to create it, right? We have that power. So we do this by intentional thought creation. And because you can only think one thought at a time, I want you to spend more time thinking about the thoughts that drive you to the result that you actually want, right? I want you to focus on that compassion, self-love, honoring your own boundaries, right? Deciding on what you actually want and not people pleasing. So I hope that this was helpful. I gave you a few tips on how you can recognize if you are operating in perfectionism, there are a ton more, and I will be exploring this and more in the following episodes of this podcast. So again, thank you so much for listening. Listen, if this was helpful, share this podcast. Again, it's my birthday. If you're listening to this September 18th, it would mean the world to me for you to share this podcast. So go ahead, make sure you follow, share, and go ahead and watch the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Fit Figure Formula podcast. If you're new here and you're struggling with your fitness journey, I invite you to take a super simple next step. Click the link in the show notes for a free training. If listening to this podcast has been helpful, imagine being inside the formula coaching program. You can apply for coaching with the link in the show notes. I hope to see you inside. Thank you.